Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja, and today I'll briefly talk about a question that comes up every now and then in the comment section of the channel. And the question is whether or not one should read theory first or primary texts first. I guess most of the times these questions are coming from graduate students who are curious about developing sort of, you know, a scholarly repertoire. And uh, so the first thing I would like to say is that we should not make it as a dichotomy, theory and primary texts. If you've watched any of my videos about theory, you already know that they, the relationship is dialectical. Right, which means is that each informs the other. So I won't say there is a chronological method of first learning the theory and then getting to the primary text. You know, in my own experience, you continue to learn theory as you read more and more. You develop, you know, different ways of thinking the world, thinking about the text, while you're also reading your novels and your short stories and poems. So what ends up happening is as you write more and more and publish, you know, you'll have an essay that is informed by a completely different theoretical grounding. And then 10 years later, you'll publish another essay and you'll realize, oh, my understanding wasn't so sophisticated then. So you add a corrective. Right. You you basically admit that, OK, you know, in such and such essay, I had argued about this point this way. But at that time, I wasn't aware of this way of looking at things. So let's see if I can augment it. Right. And so that leads us to, you know, the ultimate sort of query. What does theory do? I have quite a few videos on it, but theory is an understanding philosophical and conceptual understanding of the mechanics of the text itself, but also of modes of reading, modes of receiving. Why do I read a text the way I do is a theoretical question, even though it involves a practice, the practice of reading, right? So what theory does is it gives us the vocabulary and an understanding to unpack these questions, right? Now, one reason these questions come to me from Pakistan and India is because of the way the dissertation work is expected. A lot of literature dissertations, at least in Pakistan that I know of, are organized like social science dissertations. So what they require then is a methodology chapter, a chapter on literature reviews and then going on to the heart of the project. Now, when you have a methodology chapter, then you're trying to explain these are the people I will use and this is how I will apply them to reach my conclusions. So that forces you to think of theory simply as a tool which forms part of a method. Now, if you were at liberty to write differently, then you won't have to name the theory. You will explain it, but you will say, you know, I will perform a feminist reading of three novels, right? 
And within that, these are the feminist scholars I've read, and I agree with their these, these ideas. Here are my reasons for it, and then I will go and read a text with those insights. So going back to the question whether one should read theory first and primary text later, I think it's kind of a moot question because the idea is if you are interested in a school of theory, let's say it's Marxism, then you go and read your Marx and then you read Marxist scholars, what have they said, how have they elaborated different things in Marx, how have they built upon it. So by the time you have read everything, you have reached an understanding of Marxism and Marxian thought. Then that understanding becomes the way you look at things if you are inhabiting your Marxist self at that time. It is subjective because you have trained yourself to look at the world from a materialistic point of view, from a Marxist point of view. But beyond that, what you can say and cannot say will be determined by your theoretical grounding and your understanding of the world according to that theory, right? So what could be an example of it? Let's say a few years ago I published uh, an essay on, um, and when I have time I will link the essay in the description, on um, Osman Sembin's God's Bits of Wood, right? It's a novel written in French, translated into English. It's about the Dakar um, strike of 1945, I think, right? Um, so it is set in Senegal. So my reading of it, it was from a Marxist perspective, so that means I had to understand Marxism, but within that I wanted to apply Frederick Jameson's concept. I'm sorry I used the term apply. I wanted to use Jameson's concept of ideology, right? And so I explained the concept in my understanding of it first. But then it the theory enables me to read that text with that in mind. What is the ideology of this novel? What is it that drives the narrative and the lives of these people? And my idea was it's solidarity, right? And so then my quest became how is solidarity built within the novel, right? So what did theory do? The theory enabled me to develop a way of looking at a text and the world, and that worldview enabled me to write something specific about a given novel. So the more you read, the more complex your understanding of theory will become. But the best thing that any reading and understanding of theory will do for you is that it would enable you to develop a worldview, right? And then you will take that worldview to look at the world and the text. There is a cautionary note here, and the cautionary note is do not get too deeply entrenched in your theoretical grounding, because then that will not leave any room for growth. So be eclectic, right? Read your Foucault, read your Derrida, read your Marx. And then 
when you are reading a text, ask yourself, why am I reading it this way? And then you will realize, okay, you know, I have read Agamemnon. I have read his discussion of Zoe and Bios, and maybe that is how I am seeing these characters. Which ones are bare life? Which ones are qualified life? So theory opens not just the vocabularies of expression for you, but ways of looking at it. But the important thing is to constantly remind yourself and ask yourself where you are in your philosophical and theoretical thinking and why are you reading a text a certain way. So not to belabor the point too much, the idea is you don't first read the theory and then the primary text or vice versa. You read theory over time, learn it, consume it, learn the debates, and develop a mode of thinking about the text and about the world. And while you're doing that, you also keep reading primary texts. You keep reading your novels, your short stories, your poems. You keep teaching them, knowing that at any given time, your opinion about a text or about a book is provisional because it is dependent upon your own state of understanding things at that particular moment. And as you continue to read and understand things better, maybe someday you will revise your opinion or look at the same things differently. Right? And theory enables you to do that, but not if you stop reading at a certain point, but as you constantly keep exploring and keep learning more and more about whatever interests you as a mode of philosophical thinking and theoretical thinking about the world. Now, my friends who use grounded theory in sociology would tell you that what I just told you is a terrible idea, that we should not approach a subject with pre-decided ways of looking at the world. And I agree with them to some extent. So let's say if we wanted to say that we should let the text inform us what it is saying, right? Now, in, soci in sociology, you'll actually go and interview people, right? You will do qualitative interviews and then code those interviews, and that would teach you what is on the minds of people, how are they seeing the world, right? And that is why it's called grounded theory. Now, in literary studies, maybe we can do that too, because at the end of the day, even when you believe in grounded theory, when you're coding the documents, when you're coding your interviews, some part of who you are will play a role in it, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. But in literary studies, as you read more and more theory, you will develop a more sophisticated and complex way of looking at the world, right? And you want that. So when you deal with a text, that will bear upon a text. But as I said, to be cautious, Always remind yourself whether you are extrapolating too much or whether you're just asserting your own politics and your own belief system onto a text, right? Do not silence the text, right? Let it speak for itself. But theory will help you in developing your own repertoire of understanding, right? So to conclude, 
the relationship between theory and primary text is dialectical. You don't read one first and then go to the other. You can read them concurrently. And as you read more and more theoretical works, your idea of the world, your worldview will keep becoming expansive and more complicated. And so whenever you are reading a novel, your views about it, your understanding of it, your expression about it will constantly keep evolving and keep changing. So these are some of my thoughts to answer a very complicated question. I hope these are useful to you. Please let me know in the comments how, what you think. And as always, I'm grateful for your presence in my life. And if you like this video, please do subscribe and pass it on to others. I will now see you next time. Until then, as always, peace and love.